What did he say? I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. So if you see anybody who was a Christian before and the devil snatched him, he stopped listening to Jesus. <laughs> he stopped listening to Jesus. If you see anyone excelling in the spiritual thing, it's because he continuously listened to Jesus. If you see anyone entering into the realm of the spirit, it's because he had progressively listened to the voice of Jesus. If you see anybody having encounters of angels, it's because the person had decided to continuously progress in the listening of the voice, into the listening of the voice of Jesus. Until that becomes the priority of your life. Now, when we talk about vision, what is the purpose of vision? What are the realms that God sends vision for? What are the purposes of vision? Number one, vision is to give mandates. Vision is to give mandates. Nobody can work without a mandate in any office. Today we are showing that in the minister's uh, meeting. You cannot work without a mandate. <laughs> Have you seen someone in your office who just showed up in the morning with a briefcase and he just walked into one room and he sat down and nobody invited him he was not given an employment letter he just felt that i gotta work here <laughs> you seen that before if you if the guy is very well dressed and he looks very gentle and he looks sane i'm sure that if he does that people will just feel that he is a well uh, a blue colored or white colored uh, neurotic isn't it? <laughs> they will attend to him like a gentleman, but they will press the button for the police to come and help this gentleman and show him that maybe he missed his road to this, to this office. Hmm? So you cannot work for God without a mandate from heaven. If you, are, if, you, if you occupy the office of the Spirit without a heavenly mandate, you are a waste. In a short time, you will be getting rid of by God. I will together now. For you to understand mandates, it is only through vision. Two, your destiny can be revealed by vision. Vision is given to reveal mandate. Vision is given to reveal destiny. And when I say destiny now, it has to do with spiritual destiny and earthly destiny. God's divine power has given you everything you need for life and for godliness through our knowledge of Him. So vision has the potential purpose to reveal mandates. Vision has the potential purpose to reveal destiny. And number three, to give direction. If you look at just, uh, mandates, if you look at the book of Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 10, there was a man revealed in that scripture. His name was Moses. And this man was born. And when he was born, the devil wanted to kill him. As he tried to kill Jesus. He has a lot of similarities with Jesus Christ. And so, he ended up in the house of his killer. As the nurse. <laughs> By divine power of God. The one who sought to kill him became his godfather. <laughs> and he did not know that he was breathing his enemy. So, he, God put him there so that he grew to understand every trick of the enemy. Egypt. It's like some of us who have be, be, belonged to occult before we got born again and God allowed you to just see the nakedness of Satan. And after he had allowed you to see everything about the devil so that the devil doesn't know anything about your salvation. And if the devil had known that you'd be saved, he would have killed you. 
And the devil will give you all what he knows. And then Jesus will devil cross you and save you. And then he will now use you against the devil's camp. I, I love that kind of God, man. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love him. The devil cannot understand him. He cannot understand him. <laughs> all the weapons the devil used against you, God was using it to equip you. And when the time of salvation comes and he gets you clean, then he will remind you about those weapons and send you against him. Hallelujah. This is the reason why the kingdom of Satan can never be established in this world. God will always destabilize it. So, visions give you direction. So, mandate. This man Moses saw the burning bush after he had spent 40 years uh, between as a king and 40 years as a shepherd. At the age of 80, he had an encounter. And in that encounter, if you read that scripture, because I want to go through many things tonight. If you read that scripture, that when God appeared to Moses in the burning bush, I want you to understand the state of mind I'm telling you. Moses paid attention to the miraculous. He did not look at it and then spite it. Oh, well, another stuff. <laughs> you have. You remain where you are. When others who met you in Christianity will begin to hear the voice of God audibly and they are seen, you will remain where you are. Because if you are not curious in your heart to understand, understand that is spiritual. If you do not set your heart to understand, understand must not be attracted to you. You know? So, when he saw the burning bush, the Bible says he decided to go and look. He recognized that the burning bush is on the mountain of God. Because Jethro had educated him about that. That mountain, that is where God, we, you know, he meets with us. So he went to see. And when he went closer to see with a curious mind, he had a voice from the fire. Why did he go to fire burning? And the bush is not consumed. What kind of fire is this? Burning and the bush is not consumed. So he went closely to see. How many times have God done miracles and your heart really is curious? Like, oh God. How many times have you had testimony of people and you oh, when it will be my time? I told you. So you there are some people, when you despise testimony, what you're just doing is you are despising the God who, who demonstrated himself. And you cannot do that to God and go back to that God and ask him to give you testimony. You are just wasting your time. Because that which you did is registered already against you. Hmm? You will see that curiosity in him. And the Lord about God revealing the destiny vision. Chapter 1, verse 4, very quickly. It says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed to the nation your destiny through vision. You have the right to know it. This happened to Jeremiah at the age of 17. It doesn't matter. It happened to Moses at the age of 80. 
It doesn't matter how old or how young you are. You can't see this cover. And because most years and the amazing history that was recorded at 120, he was young. Because the Bible says his eyes never grew dim and he was trekking miles and miles and miles without fainting. Really, something amazing with that guy was that he wore the same shoe, the same sandals for 40 years. And they didn't change it and they could they burn out. That is God for you. So, if you receive on longer, I don't care what the devil has done all your years past, mess you up, bamboos you, that is what he does. A killer, a stealer, and a destroyer. But there is someone beside opposite him who says, I give you life and I give you to the fullest, abundant life. That's the one we believe in. <laughs> That's the one we believe in. You cannot sit down at the shore of regret. The devil did this, the devil did that. That's what he should do. If he doesn't do that, what will he do? What do you mean by devil? Now who told you you can't do anything? How old are you? Look at this. I knew you. Now before you were born, I set you apart. There is a setting apart for each one of us before we were sent to the road here. Your inability to enter to the spirit and spiritual. Live. When a man is a spirit for understanding, doors open for him, ways open for him. He becomes what he could be. Because God through the spirit can work out that which he has embedded in his spirit and open them chapter by chapter, allowing him to read the verses. He embedded. The destiny. The third one is direction. The book of Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 12. That very quickly. Breathing out more. The Lord's disciple. disciple the high priest. Asked and asked. To the synagogues. In the, so that. If he found a. Belong to women on his this light from heaven flash around. Now we see the lights. Those who see the lights. Listen to what it says here. Jesus intercepted his journey while he was going on a murderous uh, uh, mission. Like all. They only need that. That's the end of it. They will just start speaking in tongues from their, from their, you know, <laughs> whatever they, I pray for those guys. Listen to me now. The next verse says, Oh, persecute me. Look at that voice. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute us? What is this? Shall we do together? Who are you? Is that not a confusing answer? If you say, Who are you? Why did you call him Lord then? <laughs> the Lord will mesmerize your enemies. 
they will confess that the Lord your God is God. You see, when God intercepts human beings, it doesn't matter what you believe before, it doesn't matter how bad you are respond to him, the one who made it. Can you imagine the sort of person, who are you? And he said, Lord, every time I read that, I, I laughed. Say, what can I laugh at, Brapo? <laughs> Say, Brapo, come and tell me what. Hey, you're a lawyer. Explain to me. <laughs> oh, my. Then he says, I am what? Jesus, whom you persecuted. Can you imagine? He was, he was, he was, he was, and a, a principle was said by Jesus there that whatever you do to these ones who call my name, you do unto me as well. Whatever you do to the one that I've sent, you do it to me as well. And men of he says, Who are you? Jesus. I, he said, I'm Jesus. Who, who you persecuted? He, he replied, Now look at the next. Accurate get and you what? What you must do? They did not see anything. I love that. <laughs> Got up. He opened. Some time ago, I don't know whether I will get there tonight. Some angels went to Sodom to go and, you know, with God. So they cried at the land. Ground is correct. So God told them, I would get together now. Displeased. Mostly we get. Mostly we think we were born, you see. Psychological, you know. So we were born like and the angel stretched his hand. Their eyes were open, but they couldn't see. Their eyes were open, but they couldn't see. What about another friend of mine? The Bible tells us in the book of uh, First King that uh, Syrian under this book about this recently. Oh, what? Child of God, you know, relax. Look at them, they are surrounding all with arms. These are powerful, hefty men. You can realize that we are all fit open. Chariots of fire around the He said, Oh, come on. And you know what? Elijah said to those who are seeking to kill him. And they, but they cannot see. Working. They were seen, but they could not see attention. Elijah said, Follow me. They followed. If they were feeling. They were still not permitted to see. 
Bible says it took palace. They saw the physical eye open, but the physical eye was open, but God, God, God narrowed down the, the understanding of that eye so that the eyes cannot see anything except what God wants you to see. That is the God you serve for me, man. We need to understand this God. The God of the Bible is the God of today. He comes around you, surround you. This same thing will happen if only you understand and you stand by Him. You don't fear people who carry guns and brag over nothing. People who strap themselves with bombs. God can make the person blow up only and it will not affect anybody around him. Even if you are holding him. That's the God we serve. We need to understand that these stories we read in the Bible is happening today. This is the purpose of this meeting. So, so that you don't exclude yourself from the happening. Alright? You don't think that it is for some men because they are fasted and prayed. No. It is for all men who believe. Who believe. Who believe. Men who do not care their life and do not shrink from death. Men who follow the path of righteousness. Very simple thing. And so, you see this man, Jesus said, go on to the city. So Saul got up from the ground, <laughs> so he fell to the ground. But when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into, the, into Damascus. Look at the next one. It says, for three days he was blind. A scale out of the light had blinded his pupil. It says, and he did not eat. wonder if I will eat if it was I. Listen to the next verse. This is where we're going on direction. In Damascus, there was a disciple named what? Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of who? Vision is to give direction. Go to the house of Judas on straight streets and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul for he is praying for you. Alright, to come. In a vision he has seen a man called Ananias. Come and lay his hands on him to restore his sight. And he said, Lord, Ananias answered, I have had many reports of Boko Haram. <laughs> I have had many reports of ISIS. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. These are killers. God, I think you are making a mistake. Are you telling me to go to that poor who slaughtered their throat, who slashed their throat and kill them, stone them? No, man. God, Lord, I can do anything for you, okay? But this, <laughs> I still need my head. They've just killed Stephen, a righteous man. I still want to leave. <laughs> but he <it> says, <laughs> I've had. Many report about this man and all the harm he had done to your saints in Jerusalem. Then, and he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. So everybody already had known 
that this man has entered the territory and he has mandate to arrest them for, for death. I mean, if it was you and I, I'm sure we would behave like him. But what I want to get in this is the fact that vision, God gave specific direction. That's the power of vision. He gave specific direction. I think if we look at the book of Acts as well, very quickly, Acts chapter 13, if we look at verse 1, no, yeah, uh, Acts chapter 10, sorry. It says that Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the, in the afternoon, he had a vision. Did you see the word vision again? And then he distinct this one. He says, he distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? <laughs> I love this. All of them do the fear, but they know the Lord. <laughs> he said, he asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now direction. Look at what it says here. Let's read together. Now send men. Okay. There are some of us who have vision and that's where it stops. Okay. When you have vision and it stops this way, it's not full yet. If you woke up from it or God stops there, why would God do that? Does he want you to go to a prophet or a minister to interpret it? No. God wants you. He wants to woo you. He needs your attention so that you can now sit with him and keep seeking him. That Lord, what next? What next? What next? What next? Then he will come again and show you. But the mistake many people have done is that they have had part information from God and they have gone to a pastor, a prophet. What is God telling me? It is not the prophet telling you. How can he tell you what God is telling you? So many prophets will mislead other people. I think God is saying. Let me tell you something. Um, last week or two weeks ago, when I came from Nigeria, I forgot where now. So within the past two weeks. A young man called me and said to me that somebody who is sick that we are praying for, I had a vision about God has spoken to me about this person now. I want to come and see you, Apostle. I said, come over and see me. So when he got to me, he said, you know what I was praying? That Lord, why is it that I pray for other people, you heal them, but this one you didn't heal? And God said, he said, and God said to me, there is a spirit between her and her husband. Those of you who attend CFT, you will know what I can reply to that. Okay. I said, that's interesting. Then he said to me that, then I, I decided to go and ask her. He came and told me some things about her husband and stuff like that. I probed into it and all stuff. And I think that maybe she had been initiated too with her husband and stuff. And then he said to me, Apostle, you to go and ask God. And I said, hold it. Who did God reveal to? He said, me. 
So if God revealed to you, why should I ask God about what God told you? If God thought I should know such things, He would have told me. If He didn't tell me, so you are the one He told. That's your own business. It's not my own business with God. My own business with God is that the Bible says we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There is no way in the Bible that says we shall inquire why they did not recover from the Lord. How can you throw your ball to me? It's your game. Volleyball, I don't play it. <laughs> it's not boxing. <laughs> it's not boxing. Volleyball, I don't play. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. How can you send me mad over what you cannot understand? You said God gave you the revelation. When God gave you, I told him, why didn't you stop God and ask God, what is the meaning of what you're saying? You saw a spirit. Are you telling me, God, that the name of Jesus cannot bind the spirit? Or what are you saying to me, really? Because if there is a spirit in the vision, then I have to deal with it in the vision. Let me say something to you. One day, in, in London here, a woman joined my church who was with me in Christ Apostolic Church. Okay? And that woman... Is in my book. And that woman brought her daughter, who is highly tormented by evil spirits. We were in Austin's church. And I began to pray for this, this lady. Alright? Because for me, if I command demons to leave, if they don't leave, I don't worry myself because, I mean, everybody have his own, whatever God permits him to do. So, I'm not sent by God to be chasing demons all over the whole place, or else I myself would go mad. Oh, yeah. He said, go and preach the gospel, not go and chase demons. But in preaching the gospel, if I see a demon, I tell him, you don't belong here, get away from here. In the name of Jesus. And if he says, I'm not, I'm not going, then it's your business, I tell him, roast there. <laughs> I don't care about whether he are not good because I commanded in the name of Jesus, not in my name. So, and that lady I prayed for her, the same time I prayed for her, there was a woman in my, on the prayer, prayer, prayer line, and when I said in the name of Jesus, you falsehood, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The woman on the other side rolled and hit the floor. Okay? And then she, she coughed, she becomes stiff. She became stiff like this. And her breast shot up. And became like a stud. And she was standing on the breast. And jumping like that. He was raising her. When I say, come out in the name of Jesus, whoom, that spirit came out. And she went like a dead woman. But the one I was praying for, nothing happened. So what's my business there? <laughs> what's my business? But then I began to seek God about this woman. She was coming to church, religiously. And one day, an angel appeared to me in my dream and said, Come. And when he touched me, my body, my spirit came out of my body. And it says to me, there's a mission to be accomplished. And the angels took me on this, on my, his right hand, held my right hand, and the angels started flying, and I was flying behind the angel, holding me. Where are you taking me to? He said, the land of the spirits. And we flew into this place. And when we appeared into this region, I could see like a settlement. Houses, they look like posh houses. Houses be like with grass and stuff like that. And then I saw at the back, at the back garden, in those houses, various animals tied down on their necks, some on their hands and their feet. They look like goats. 
And suddenly, the angel said, look there. And when, we, when I looked there, I saw that woman. Because she was like a goat, but she had the head of the woman. And instantly, we went into the, that back garden and said, lose him. And I was so furious, picked the, the rope and all stuff they used to chain. They tied her leg, they tied her hand, and they tied her neck to a stick. And I pulled it to pieces. With anger. That who did this? Who did this? The angel said, no time. We got to go. And the angel picked my hand as I held her hand. And we were going. I said, no, let us fight. And instantly, I saw demons came out from all the places. And in an instant, they shot some, something that looked like a seed of pepper. And the whole of my body was covered with pepper. As I was losing her. Like you put clay on my body. And I knew that each seed of that pepper is enough to destroy a man completely. But when it came over me and I shook my body, it all fell, like, fell down like a dust. And I said, we're not going. The angel said, we cannot wait. I wanted to wait and fight. And the angel pulled my hand as I was holding that woman and we flew out. And as we were going, I saw the venom of all these evil spirits. Like gathering together to attack. And we passed by. And then we flew. When we flew past the line, we had escaped. And then the angel brought me back to my body. I got up the following day. She was totally delivered. Completely delivered. When I talk to you on Wednesday on the spiritual realm, I will show you some things. In the scripture, it is real. You know, everyone that has misery in his life, some evil spirits are responsible for that. There are people who have great potentials in life. They never amount to anything sensible. There are some evil spirits that are assigned to do such things. To, to just frustrate human beings. And I will show you the reason why they do that. It's very, very simple. It's the same goal all the time from creation until now. I would get that. But the ministry of angels is very, very vital. And the power of vision. And so, in that scripture, the angel said, send men to Joppa. To bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. Then, what did he say? Description of where he stayed. This is how you know when God is speaking. God will never say that there is a spirit between somebody and another person. God don't say things like that. God don't say things to intimidate him, you know, other people or as if he is powerless to help you. That's not God of Israel. He will not give you at half information for what reason? The Bible says things that are revealed belong to us so that we may follow. So how do you know God instruction? He will give you full details, something you can follow. And he told him the name, he told him the location. So that they won't have to go to a man to be asking that we are looking for one Judas. There could be many Judases. He says, he is staying with Simon, the tanner. Whose house is by the sea? Okay? When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and, he, and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. Visions are given to give you directions. 
Do you know something? I have told you that it's not by your fasting. You are, you are eligible to vision because you are born again. That's it. Okay? But when we set our heart to inquire from God, it may demand us to fast sometime because the reason why we fast is because we want to concentrate. Okay? Most times, without fasting, because we just set our mind to gain understanding, we will get something. But the fact is, the devil will do everything possible to detract your attention and my attention so that we do not concentrate on God. We concentrate a little for one day and we forget it the next day. And God doesn't like that. That doesn't bring vision. If you set your mind again and understand it, you must set your mind until, if it is 100 days, it doesn't change. It's 200 days until you get it. That is what happened in the spiritual. Now, having said this to you, because I'm treating both the vision and the angels together now, The book of Acts chapter 2 verse 16 and 18. 16 to 18. In the, in the, in the, in the defense of the apostles, after the Pentecost, it says, No, this is what was spoken by prophet Joel. In the last days, God will pour His Spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. So therefore, we understand that vision is your right. It's a right to all sons of God. Are we together now? If you are a son of God, the spirit of vision lives in you. And that spirit of vision is your right to access Him anytime and every time. Alright, six dimensions of vision. I call it six spiritual dimensions of vision. Number one, vision of the mind. You can have vision through number two, audible voice. You can have vision through audible voice. Number three, open vision. You can have vision looking at this atmosphere and you start to see something. Though what you are seeing, no other person can see it, but it looks really like you are sitting down. That is an open vision. Number four, the vision of the night, which you call dreams. Number five, trance, where you are in a subconscious state. And you can be conscious of your environment, but at the same time, you are in the environment of the spirit. And the major difference between that and vision, open vision, is that open vision, you'll be totally cut off from what is going on here. You just see something else, and you're fully active there. And after your activity, if they ask you what happened here, you'd lost understanding. But in trance, you know what is happening here, and you are active in the other realm, which is spiritual. Number six, revelation. And that is encounters when angels walk into you, you know, you symbols, you talk with them, and stuff like that. Now, the scriptures that we look at in the 
vision of the mind. First Corinthians 2 9 to 19 to 20. For audible voice, Job 4, 1 to 9, we have number 3, verse 1 to 12, Acts chapter 9, Verse 10 to 19. And then verse 1 to 6. Which is dreams. Genesis 40. That is the cupbearer and the baker. Genesis 41, and that is Pharaoh's dream. Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. The king's dream. Chapter 19. Daniel. 24 and 27. of Daniel, the God in heaven, who revealed and then 18 to 26, 24. Joseph, the fifth dimension, which is trans, Acts chapter 10, verse 9 to 20. And the last one and physically and relations. Now we're going to start tonight by acknowledging together that God is a God. To those who love God, let's stand up together. I need an encounter from you. is given
Give me sight and insight. The Bible says things that are hidden belong to God. Tell the Lord, reveal my destiny to me. Reveal direction to me. There is always another way. Father, in the name of Jesus, give me mandate from heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus. Understand, understand about the mandate of heaven over my life. Tell the Lord, I want to see, I want to hear, I want to know, I want to understand. You who revealed to the other man yesterday night, that he saw your holy angels when they came into the church. Open my eyes to see also. As you revealed to Joseph. And he brought him to the place of prime minister. You revealed to Daniel. And he was appointed as the head of all the ministers. Reveal to me also. Let your revelation in me affect my destiny. Let it affect my career. Let it affect my profession. Give me insight, Lord. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, tell the Lord, tell the Lord, those that seek Him, find Him. You will find Him when you seek Him with all your heart. He shall be found by you, says the Lord. I want to see your God. I want to see your God. I want to see, O oh God, Ribo Shakaboni Male Reboski Ramanda. We are sons of light. We have the right to see, to know, to understand. Kayabom Male Kresi Paranda. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God, give me direction in life. Give me direction in life. There is a way that seems right to man, the end is destruction. I don't want to move by my instincts. I don't want to decide by the way I think or feel. I want to decide by the vision of heaven. I want to decide by the open heaven vision. As you reveal details of the address of Ananias to Paul. Reveal to me my destiny with details. Father, God will bless you. We give you the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Lord, my God, I pray for everyone under my voice at this hour.
people who have been watching, people who are right here listening, there are many times that human beings who believe in Jesus act upon their instincts and what they think God is saying. We have had enough of such regret in the house of God as it ends up most times that they have acted just because of their instinct, not by the divine direction. This lecture, therefore, Lord, is to open the eyes of man, to draw the heart of man unto you, the, the vision giver, so that everyone who hear my voice or who have heard my voice can set their heart upon a part of wisdom that they may clearly see, they may clearly know, they may clearly understand, so that the devil will put to shame and that your will for all be fully, fully fulfilled. So, Lord, I invoke your blessing upon all the ears that have heard me. May the Lord grant you sight to see. May the Lord draw your heart towards him. May you give your attention to the living one. I decree and declare that now. And I ask him in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Shall we say amen together? Amen. Well, if you have been blessed by this cast, I want to say that why don't you contact us on the contact that is shown on the screen. We always want to be a blessing to you by taking you to the scriptures for understanding of the truth. Until the next time we come across your path, May the Lord continue to bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord Church. Please let's take our seats.